Uh, hey everybody, this is Ricky with Beers of Aging Nerds. Uh, this is Tuesday night, not Monday night. Uh, for whatever reason on the weekends, I have not been able to sleep well recently, so I have multiple times Monday woke up throughout the middle of the night and it just did not work out well and I ended up going to sleep at like 7.30 last night. But it is Tuesday and I still wanted to get this done this week, so I'm here to talk to you guys. Uh, this week, I have a lot of beer to talk about, some events coming up that I'm interested in, and uh, I decided for the topic to do a top breweries of Tacoma. Uh, next week, I think I'm going to do something along the lines of like, accomplishments that happened over the year of 2019 and beer accomplishments, and then the one after that will probably be beer goals for 2020 and what I plan to go forward. But first, let's start with talking about the beer I drink and the events I did and stuff like that. Uh, Friday was ridiculously busy. Um, I went to, we were had a holiday party for my wife, I was, so I was gone and out all day. And then we went to, um, we had a comedy show at the Tacoma Comedy Club, which is a great club. If you're ever looking to see some good comedy, it's a great way to go, great place to be. Um, it's very personal, seats probably about 100 people. Uh, food is okay, not amazing, um, but still, it's it's pretty good, um, and they have an okay beer selection. While there, I had uh, Black Raven uh, Trickster IPA, and that one falls, the Trickster IPA falls very much in line with a IPA that I would take to most, uh, most friends' house or to a, a party, kind of like Fat Tire or something along those lines. Uh, anything by Silver City, if fits into that very well. One I'd be comfortable taking to any party. And it's probably a good, I would say, introduction um, IPA. So yeah, um, the comedy show was actually Chris Hardwick. And Chris Hardwick, if you look at my Instagram, I took a picture with him, I think, 10 years ago or eight years ago when he came here last. And this time, Chris Hardwick is a guy who has been very influential in my life as just a, as a nerd. He's part of the reason, not necessarily I feel comfortable because I've been comfortable as a nerd most of my life, but he's very much a, the reason I am kind of who I am. I would say the reason I started watching Doctor Who was because of him, and I have a Doctor Who tattoo, and I love Doctor Who. Um, he's just a really good dude, and he is freaking hilarious. It's been a while since I've seen a stand-up show at a comedy club. The last time show I saw was Joe Rogan, another very much influential person on my life. Um, but that was at an auditorium or uh, the Paramount, and it was cool, but it's a very different experience being at a tight, intimate comedy club versus like a big auditorium. And Chris has been always been really good with crowd work. I would, if I had one complaint about the show, there were about three or four people that I think thought they were part of the show, and. There was one chick in particular who just would not stop talking, and Chris did a great job with it for the most part, but it was it was pretty distracting, I would have to say. If I so if I had one complaint, it would be just I mean you could see at every moment her like her hands were going up and she was talking all the time, and then it wasn't just her. There was another guy close to us who was just. It was just like he was having a... It's like he thought he was the only person in the room having a dialogue with Chris Hardwick. Like, Chris Hardwick was specifically talking to him. But outside of that, it was a great show. The IPA was great. And um, 
I also had a heft at that at the same event where my one of the uh, Alice and Michael were there and they they bought a pitcher and let me have one of their hefts. I don't know what it was. It, yeah, I have no idea. I would, I would be guessing if I said anything else. But yeah, it was a, that was a great show. Um, before that, we actually went to McMinimins, and I should have timed this out better so that it would lead into. And I think I thought that originally, but I'm I'm not there now. I uh, went to McMinimins. They had a uh, their barley wine and coconut oh, coconut milk stout barrel age variants of these uh, for tasting. And I think McMinimins one does a really good tasting. We got four, I want to say 1.5 ounce, maybe one ounce, maybe two ounce pours, somewhere between one ounce and two ounce pours of one of each of their beers, which are four beers for a dollar for a tasting. And it was perfect size and it was a great way to try a bunch of beers. Um, with the bar- uh, the barley wine, they had a port. They had a port, um, a rum, and a whiskey. My wife liked the rum. I actually really liked the port. It had a nice sweet taste without being overly sweet, and it wasn't too boozy. I thought the whiskey was actually a little too boozy, and I rarely say that about a barrel age, but that one was almost a little too to- over the top. I would still drink it. I would still buy it, um, but it was a little much. But the coconut porter was, re- or the coconut uh, milk stout was really, really good. And it was, insp- I, my understanding was it was inspired by the Fremont Barrel Age Coconut um, Stout. Excellent beer. And it was had great flavor. It was probably a little boozy, but it, it was nice. And the t- sampling was a lot of fun. It wasn't a lot of people there. I thought it would be a lot busier, but it was cool. Uh, we did end up buying one of the coconut uh, milk stouts to bring home. Once again, great price at 13 bucks. I don't know what size it was. I should I, Once again, this is one of those times I should grab it and pull it forward, but... That would add a weird 30-second gap in this conversation already. Um, in addition, we grabbed um, an apple whiskey. I've always been a big fan of flavored whiskeys. And the apple, th- this uh, this was, I guess the story was, I can't think of her name. It's the person that owns McMinniman's, uh wanted uh, uh, apple moonshine. And they're like, we can't make apple moonshine, but we can barrel age our stuff in like apple vodka or something like that. And it's it came out with this. Uh, it smells like a really harsh whiskey, but you taste it, it's really smooth, and the apple's really nice because it's not artificial. It's not like just syrup thrown in there. Like if you look at the Jim Beam or the um, the Jim Beam or any Jack Daniels or whatever, any of the f- uh, popular ones, when they do their flavored stuff, it's just they basically dump a bunch of syrup in there, and it just ends up taking tasting awful. It's the reason why. Fireball is just like if you drink drink a lot of Fireball, you're gonna feel really gross in the morning because it's all so much sugar in there. And I mean, you'll do that with any kind of liquor eventually. But if you take that versus like the BSB, it's a really strong whiskey, but you're not gonna feel quite as gross because you're not just being drowned in sugar. But that's what I'm actually drinking tonight. And once again, it's called the Avil uh, Avil Porta, I think is what it's called. And it's from the actual Edgefield Distillery. It's really really nice. Um, I had a couple other beers this weekend, uh, nothing too crazy. There was a revision, I don't remember what it was called off the top of my head, uh, Airways. Airways is an excellent brewery. They're right up the road in Kent, and I just don't get very often out. I don't get out there as often as I was like to. Um, but the, the, I had the Supersonic IPA, excellent beer, really, really good. Um, not too, really smooth without being like too overly hoppy a nice great juicy flavor uh the cans those cans are very simplistic they used to have a very 
specific bottle type. Like they would do like a character caricature on the on the picture. Like they had one one of beers is called like Old Hag and it had this old lady with a cigarette and whatever and it's all like air airlines themed and stuff like that. Now it's a much more clean image. Um, also on Friday night, I forgot to mention this, we went out to Odd Otter. And Odd Otter, if you haven't been out there for a minute, it's worth checking it out again. One, Odd Otter's always been great, always been fun, but this like like last eight to ten months, maybe like the last year, they've they've been a little samey with their beer. Um, they weren't, I mean, one of the things that made Odd Otter cool is that they were really challenging a lot of flavors. But then this last year, though, it's kind of felt like you go in there, it's like the same six to eight beers and nothing really changes. I mean, everything was still really good, but it wasn't really what you expect from Odd Otter. And then anytime it's like festival season, um, there's a big downturn in their stuff. Oh, and they're starting to can. Um, right now, they I saw like, I think four or five different um, six packs, 12 ounce cans, six packs uh, in their mini fridge. So it's not just the Otter Melon now. So I'm I'm looking forward to grabbing some of those <clears throat> for the next party. If it, I didn't check the price, so if it's not badly priced, but um, we tried their peanut butter stout. It was really good. Um, I, I'm hit or miss on peanut butter stouts. I like the novelty of a peanut butter stout, but rarely do I want to drink more than like a five ounce pour. And that's what I had. It was kind of perfect. And then we had their barrel aged barley wine. The barrel aged barley wine was good, but it was very, very strong. I would be, I'm interested to try their regular barley wine if it's in there next time I end up there, which I think I'll end up going there this weekend. Um, I had, I, oh, the other one, the culmination. We cracked open our first barrel aged culmination, which is the MCS. This was just the regular barrel aged. Excellent beer. Um, culmination is still one of my favorite breweries in the, I would, like, I don't, I don't know if I could really do a top 10 brewery that I guess it would be like something along the lines of like top 10 brewery I have access to or could drink on a regular basis. Uh, there'd be carryover from what I'm drinking right now, what I'm going to do today. And then with a couple of other ones with like airways, maybe would be in there and culmination and trapdoor and stuff along those lines. But then there's like breweries I've had a couple times. It would just, it'd just be a dumb list, but either way, Culmination, Trapdoor, they're like some of my favorite breweries down in the Southern Hemisphere or Southern of us or whatever, whatever you call it, South of us. Um, this was really good. It was, a, it's a strong beer. Uh, it's in a 16 ounce can, which I love 16 ounce cans. It poured really well, had a clean look to it, uh, and it tasted great. Uh, I will, I, I saw they had a couple more at Pint Defiance when I went there today, so I might go back and grab some in the nearest future i guess we'll see how much money we have after christmas comes around i think that's all the beer i drink though for the most part um yeah uh events coming up that i want to hit on real quick on thursday they're doing a barley wine thing at uh mcminimans i think it'd be worth checking out um or no i'm sorry i said mcminimans but it's peaks and pints uh, it sounds like the wife and I are gonna head out there for that and try and get try some barley wines, which is cool because we're starting to love barley wines. Which I didn't actually know what a barley wine was until this actual this last weekend. And the guy at McMiniman said a barley wine was originally called. It was basically it was a beer that was too high of a percentage, so they technically had to call it a wine. And this is, has to do with like prohibition and other stuff. So 
it fell into a wine category more than it was a beer category. So that's kind of an interesting factoid that I had no idea about. But either way, um, barley wines are fun, so we're going to go do that. Not much is happening this weekend. I am going to try to hit a couple local breweries. I'm thinking Odd Otter and E9, but I may try to do Odd Otter and Tacoma, and I may do neither of those. It just depends. I'm going to be... Uh, it's going to be a weird weekend. I'll uh, talk more about it next weekend. But hopefully I'll be able to get out to a couple breweries. Maybe even Wingman. I don't know. And then there's a whiskey thing coming up in January at McMinimins. There's a, the Strange Brew Fest, which we may end up missing. Nothing too much, though, happening. Uh, some small stuff here and there. Um, okay. I think that covers what I drank and what's coming up, so let's go with my topic. This was a topic I was thinking about the other day. Um, I don't know why, and maybe it's not a great topic. It would be probably be more interesting to have, this would probably be a really good one to be able to discuss with people. It's all, it's all objective, it's all what I feel, and truth be told, the change of the wind could change us at any given time. But either way, I was thinking about the, uh, all the breweries uh, here in Tacoma that I like drinking. And um, I was going through just kind of rating them in my head, and then I decided to actually write it down, and I thought it would be interesting to talk to, talk about. And this would be something re worth revisiting in the future. But uh, before we jump too far into the list, I have some honorable mentions. Uh, first, Pacific Brewing. Uh, Pacific Brewing would definitely be in my top three on this list. Um, ever since I've been here in Tacoma, and I discovered them, they've been high on my list as one of my favorite breweries. They have really good, clean, consistent beers across the board. Uh, they don't, they're, they're always doing some, they were all doing new stuff. They were in a cool location, great building. The um, brewery was always fun to visit. It wasn't always full, but there was always a good chunk of people in there. And if I was in Phil Growler up, it was almost always from them. The prices were pretty fair, I think 10 to $14. And if you filled up four growler fills, you got half off on the next one. Plus, they did half off on a regular basis. Like on, I think it was on Fridays before 6 o'clock, you could get half off on a growler for a while. Great stuff. And they were just starting to can, which is the real bummer. And it's not like they're gone, gone right now. Um, on If you check their Yelp page, it says they're uh, planning on coming back in 2020. And I'm fingers crossed that we see them actually come back. I think they, they make great beer. I know currently they've gone to where all microbrews go when they lose their home uh, up at American Brewing. I think it's American Brewing in Edmonds. I think Justice Brewing is up there also, and I don't know how much they're doing, and I don't really know what the situation is. I, I'm assuming they have a pretty big location, and um, they're just kind of putting out a couple barrels here and there, probably for events and whatnot. But I'm hoping that they are staying in a position that uh, by next, in 2020, that they actually do find a new location and are start pumping out beer again. Not that Tacoma needs it. We are way saturated, but they were one of my favorites. Um, a couple other honorable mentions is North 47 is technically in, Fed in Tacoma, but to get there, you have to go through Federal Way and kind of swing back. It's on, like, so you have Tacoma down here. If you look at this, this is Tacoma, let's say. You have over here, you have the, uh, the, uh, the Shady Stadium, you have the Tacoma Dome, you have the water, all that stuff. You go up... I think it's seven, not 705. I can't remember what, what it, road it is, but it's, it was called the Tide Flats. Go up the Tide Flats, go up into Federal Way, and you, you're, so you have Tacoma here, Federal Way up here, and somehow over here on like a little peninsula is North 47, attached closer to Federal Way than it'll ever be from Tacoma. 
you can you the only way you could get there from Tacoma without going through Featherway is through a boat. But somehow it's technically Tacoma for some reason. Uh, I remember my buddy lived out there, and he's like, he used to be like, I live in Tacoma. And you're like, well, you live in Federal Way. You might, your address might be Tacoma, but you're in Federal Way. So, North 47, great brewery. I've been there one time. I like their beer. Um, I like the location. I, it used to be even doper because it used to be next to that um, Lumpia world. And that now they're, I don't think they're out there anymore. But still, it's a great location. I've seen my brew fest, and I've, I've gotten a couple of their beers again. But I can't put them on this list because they're federal way. They're not Tacoma Brewery. <laughs> so uh, FOB is another one. I think it's called for Full Operation Forward Operation Brewing. Uh, they're military theme in Lakewood. Lakewood is like Tacoma Junior, and it's. I think a lot of people would consider Lakewood Tacoma, but it's not technically Tacoma. They put out great beer. Um, it's not like the best beer I've ever had. It's above average, uh, but it's solid. Some pretty good flavors. They're doing a lot of the standard ones. A uh, very heavy military theme, but everyone there was really cool. Um, and it was a cool. It's a great location, and it's a pretty big brewery. I would. I would like when I went. They were still pretty early on. I think they've only been open. Man, it may it may be like six to eight months at tops, and we probably were in like month three or four. So they're still pretty young. I would love to see what they do over the next year. I don't necessarily think they need to do barrel age anything, but it'd be interesting to see if they like mature their flavors or something along those lines. So once again, and then the final honorable mention is Sig Brewing. Sig Brewing, I've tried their beer at events, but their location is still technically being built. And while you could taste their beer, I don't think it's fair to add them to a list until they're there. I could go there today, or I could tell someone to go there. So I'm keeping them off the list. Um, that gives me a total of 12 breweries in Tacoma. Uh, that doesn't cover anything in Gig Harbor. Everything it will there will be one that sounds like it's a Gig Harbor brewing, but I'll tell a little about that story later on. Um, there is a lot of brewing in what is I don't think that big of a city. Like Tacoma's big compared to like. I mean, not much, maybe Pacific or Sumner or Ording or something like that, but it's not that big of a city. And we have 12 breweries. Arguably, we're going to have 13 in the near future. And you could, we might have 14, 15, 16 in the near future, basically. So, but let's go through this list. I'm going to go backwards, reverse order, because I think it'll be more exciting to end on one. I don't want you guys to be like, oh, I know what number one is. I don't need to keep listening. I'm going to start with number 12, which is Harmon. Harmon. I have a long history with when I came to Tacoma originally, that was one of the first places we went for food and we went for beer. And I think, I don't think I have a growler by them, but I have a bunch. I, I definitely filled a growler up a bunch there. Primarily got their porter and maybe a couple other things. Um, I will say, I think they're, they remind me a lot of like the Ram, um, I don't think they put out bad beer, but I don't think they put out like mind blowing beer. It's it feels like a place that's more of a restaurant and less of a brewery, but they happen to brew beer also. Um, I I have more of a bias towards the the restaurant than I do the beer. I don't hate the beer one way or another. I won't seek it out. I've tried a couple other their like uh, new beers at like at festivals. 
I think I think if I was to rank them and you know the area, I would say like Harmon and Dick's kind of fall into the same same level of beer. They're both they're both okay beers. Nothing I would write home about. And like they both did like an orange cream one at some point, and I was just like, eh, it's okay, it's fine. So, but like I said, my my dislike of Harmon comes from the restaurant more. I think they have very overpriced food, very poor wait staff, and their their pizza location, the hub, was better, and that's gone. And I don't think Harmon. I don't. I don't want to be a dick, but I don't think Harmon's long for this world, unfortunately. And it's it, like if you go there. Their food is overpriced, and that was going to come to a shock as one of my favorite breweries, or one of my higher-level breweries is going to be, I think people would make the same argument about McMinimins, but I've never had a bad meal at McMinimins while I've had three or four bad experiences and meals, I guess you could say, at Harmon. And they just have really bad wait staff. And I don't know if it's the staff's fault or if that they're understaffed. And every time we've been there in, like, the last three years I just end up leaving being like I'm never going to this place again as like but then someone's like oh let's go to Harmon and I'm like oh and we get end up at Harmon and I'm like I'm never going here again and that's the only reason I end up at Harmon so they have they come with a little baggage more than anyone else on this list number 11 I wish I had like graphics or something but I don't it's just gonna be number 11 <laughs> is wingman I don't think wingman's a bad brewery by any means. I think the competition in Tacoma is strong enough that they're going to be lower on the list. And I think different situation, I could probably see myself putting them up higher. Um, I think from my memory, and I've been there, I think three or four times, all their beer is okay. Um, what I've had of it. We, I, I most of their IPAs and other, other stuff isn't very memorable right now. Their big stuff is their Porter and their, maybe it's just their Porter. And they have their like they have a solid porter base, but then they do variants off their porter. And we tried this. We went to a um, a porter festival they had. It was like their P fifty one porter festival. Excuse me. And um, their base porter solid. Their peanut port butter porter pretty good also. And it it's one they can, so you know they're pretty proud of it. And I, I respect it. It's a solid beer. Every other variant I had that day just tastes like the porter. Like, nothing was quite strong enough. Like, I think we had a s'mores one and maybe a raspberry chocolate one and maybe a mint one. And each one was just like, eh, it's okay. I can take it or leave it. But I do like them. Um, I would, I, I think if I do go out this weekend, I may try to make a trip there. Just so I could kind of get a refresh. It's probably been eight months to a year since I've been there. Last time I was there, I remember very specifically, I got home, I don't know how I got home so early. I think I was home at like two o'clock somehow since I bike. I don't know how that's possible, but I got home early enough and I knew we had nothing really going on. So instead of just going home, I went um, to Wingman and I'm talking to some dude, and it was just a really lovely experience. But like, it's just been it's been a while since I've been there. And there's either that was the last time or the P fifty one. But either way, P fifty one was either at the very beginning of the year or the end of last year. So I will I want to give them another shot and kind of refresh my mind on where they stand. But for now, they're at number eleven. Um, different city, different time frame. They could definitely be higher up on this list. Uh, number ten, uh, I'm gonna give it to Black Fleet Brewing. 
excuse me. And part of this is I have limited experience with them. And I could definitely, right now, I would comfortably switch 10 and 11 at the moment. And I'd be okay with that. Black Fleet is newish, maybe six to eight months old. Um, I was really excited to try them out. They have really good, they have good food, price, I'd say moderately. I don't think they were too high. It was like, uh, it was probably, a, I, I think I recall saying specifically in Yelp, I'm like, yeah, it's a little high, but not crazy high. Uh, all the beer we tried, I think we tried a four, I, I should have looked it up, a four thing flight. And I think it was like, oh, this is really good. This is okay. This is really good. This is okay. And it was kind of that kind of, one of the things, one of those things, um, I, I need to go back there. It's just been a challenge with my number one brewing brewery kind of popping up. It's just it's just overcrowded is the problem. It's Tacoma's overcrowded, and there's like, at this point, three or four places I want to go, a fifth place that I could see myself going pretty regularly because of the size, and we'll get there a little bit more. And then one other place I'd probably go to before. But then, again, so that's what I mean. It's just, like, the bottom of the list is a little muddy. The middle list is a little tough to thing, and the top of the list, I think, is very clear for me. So we'll kind of skip that past that one. We don't dwell too much on that one. I would definitely want to try them again, but I, information is just a little, a little limited. Uh, number nine. Oh, that was a terrible one. I'm so bad with this camera. Um, the number nine is I put dystopian. Dystopian has a little bit of a rocky past. I don't, oh man, I don't want to say, I think more with, if you look into his past ever, I think you have a story of a person who is running a business who's way too connected to their business and is running their social media and had a, someone say something negative and he lashed out. And I think... There was a point where the person was like, I'm offended, this is bad. And then there was a point where he's like, I talked to him, I accept his apology. But then there was a big anger wave. And I think people were more offended than the person who should have been offended. And let me say, I don't think what he said was right. I think it was very wrong. But I think if you if you could kind of zoom out from it, and get away from what was actually said, you realize it's just the person who was passionate who made a bad decision. And I, I don't want to justify it, but I think I think he's just a passion. I think small business owners should never, unless they're really good with the public, should never interact with the public. So let's push out outside. Dystopian overall is a pretty solid brewery. I think the I think their beer is pretty good. I'd probably put them at like a six rating for beer maybe seven where like if i took let's say number one being like matches because I, I just love matches overall i would put them and i get a, i get a six they're not quite they're not like a 10 which is matches they're not quite a one which would be Harmon. they're somewhere slightly above that um they have they do have one ipa there i think it's called the red queen which i think is a red rye ipa that i despise but they also have a lot of stuff I like. I would say their biggest f struggle is that, in this might not be everyone, but I've been there a couple times, and it seems like 
the person serving the beer has no interest in being there. And or more importantly, that we're it's almost a disdainful that we're there sampling the beer. So overall, I, I think their beer is pretty good. They're, the theming of the restaurant is like metal military or something. A lot of like really cool looking eagles and centerpieces and stuff. But the it's like it's like they don't want us there. So and I don't think that's all of them. I kind of had a similar vibe with Copper Door at one point. It was really Copper Door. I went there a bunch at first, and then I was like, I'm gonna stop going to Copper Door, especially when I found Pont Defiance. You go into Pint Defiance, they want you there. They all talk to you. They all greet you. They all help you. You go to you, you used to go Copper Door, and it's like the front of the, especially before the remodel, it's like the front three people would be talking to their friends, and it's like, I couldn't even check out. I couldn't get help if I wanted to. It was a weird experience, and I kind of get the same feeling at Dystopian. Uh, number eight, and this is the one that's kind of controversial. I put it on a list once, and someone was like, ooh, that doesn't count. That's over in Gig Harbor. Gig Harbor Brewing originated with people in Gig Harbor, created a brew in Tacoma, and called it Gig Harbor Brewing. And now there's the second location back in Gig Harbor. I don't get it. I don't know what that was all about, but either way, they actually put out a really good beer. I've been there a bunch. Um, it's been a while since I've been there. But they, they, I've really enjoyed everything I've had from them. Um, they definitely could be, I could I could swap eight and seven and feel comfortable with that and say I would not be disappointed in either of those at, at that position. Um, I, it's been a while since we've been there. They're a smaller location. They're not too far away, So, but they're not close to the rest of the breweries, which is a downfall for them for me because I it, like typically if I'm going to go to one brewery, I'm going to go to like two or three breweries, especially if we're like we're, it's a birthday or we're all hanging out. So um, they're at a, kind of off the beaten path in comparison to the rest. Solid beer still. Definitely would recommend them. I have nothing, nothing negative to say to them. Uh, number seven is Dunnigan Brewing. Dunnigan is going to be tough for you to, and I should look up the hours, but I'm not going to. They have very, very limited hours. Um, we have two breweries like that in Tacoma, and their hours are primarily like a Friday and a Saturday and like a total of either like 12 to 16 hours. It's a very limited time frame. But the dude who runs the place is really cool. He puts out very unique beers. Last time I went in there, like you always feel welcome there. And he has like a, a, solid, a solid set of people who clearly come in on every chance they can. And it's like a lot of English-ish style beers. And then about, it's a lot of really u- unique ones. Like, I went in there last time, and I ordered something, and he's like, whoa, do you, uh, do you know what? I can't remember what the, there was, like, a, an herb in there. And he's like, do you know what that tastes like? And I was like, not really, but it sounds fun. And he's like, here, take a sample. And I was like, whoa, that's really soapy. It's not the, it's not the one that everyone thinks is soapy that's in Mexican food. It's something related to that. And it, I was like, whoa, that's really soapy. And he's like, yeah, it's a little tough unless you know that's what you want. And so I got a different beer. Loved it. It was a great beer. But it was just like he puts out some pretty unique flavors. And just it's, he's a really nice dude. Great place. I, 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 I wish I could go there more often. But the, the like I said, the time frame is super limited. I do think they're doing crawlers now, which is pretty dope. So I, I need to make more trips there. Uh, number six. Number six, ironically, is Seven Seas. Uh, it's only ironic because it's number six, not number seven. So it's not really ironic at all, I suppose. But uh, numbers, I would say Seven Seas, 
I and I don't want to be rude about this, so this is where I'm gonna try to be as tactful as pop possible. But I think number seven C's could probably be anywhere between eight and five. Seven C's is not a bad brewery. They're actually probably one of the largest breweries in Tacoma. I would say just based on the size of the brewery and the amount of beer they're putting out, they're a little more commercialized. They probably fit into the uh, Silver City level brewing is uh, or distribution is my guess. Um, overall, the location in Tacoma is awesome. It's like a clubhouse. They used to have Valhalla coffee in there, and they have a built sandwich shop, which does like uh, oyster shooters and stuff along those lines. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful bar, and it's so big, and there's so much space. But like during winter, it gets super cold. During the summer, it gets pretty warm. But it's just just an absolute beautiful place. The only like the problem is their beer for me has been very, very much hit or miss. Like, they had, this summer, they had the Willie Mays Haze. It was okay. It wasn't, it didn't have, like, it had the hazy look, but it didn't have, like, the hazy taste or flavor. Um, they have a Parrot IPA that I think is a little too hoppy, a little too bitter from the hoppiness. Uh, they have a CDA that's really good. And then it's just kind of back and forth. Like, you try one, you're like, oh, that's really good. And you try one, you're like, eh, I could, I don't need to finish this one. And then you try one, you're like, oh, that was pretty good beer. And it kind of goes back and forth. So I, I don't dislike them by any means. I think the bar gets a little loud because it's so big, it becomes echoey. But if you have a larger group, that's probably the place to go. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind them. Uh, number, number five, we're getting to the top of our list. I am going to put Narrows on here. Now, our first time visiting Narrows was really, I don't want to say awkward. That's not quite the right word, but it wasn't uh, necessarily a fun experience. It was kind of a, it was just kind of odd. We went there, we got a flight, and it was like the first time where I went to a place where they had like a set flight, and they're like, you could get these five beers. I was like, all right, I guess. And we tried them all, and we're like, that's kind of weird. And we're just, at a certain point, we're just kind of like, this isn't really for us. And it's a really far drive for us. I think, and I don't, I want to look it up, but I don't want to, I don't want to look it up. I think it's a 20-minute drive from us, which is pretty far considering our, where we're at. Like, we kind of sit in the central area of Tacoma that we could get to almost anything in less than 10 minutes. And this is, like, the one place where you're like, oh, kind of anywhere, except for Narrows Brewing, apparently. Um, the location's beautiful. It's just off the water. Their beer, for me, is very much hit or miss. I think they're putting out some of the best Imperial Stout stuff right now. Uh... We've had the peanut butter YOLO, which was amazing. It was rich. I wouldn't be able to drink a whole can of it, but the five-ounce pour we had was amazing. It's like nutty butter, nutter butter, and Nutella, and it's just mind-blowing. Um, the Gloom, I haven't had the Gloom, but I've, I've heard that one talked about on a regular basis by some really respectable beer people. Uh, they have a breakfast, I think it's a smoky breakfast stout that's really good. I mean, their stout game is on point. Their IPA game is, man, hit or miss. Um, I've had a couple IPAs from them. Like, they did this really cool Tacoma series of beer, and I had some IPAs from them that I was like, oh, that's dynamite, excellent beer. And I have had some where I was like, eh, it's an okay IPA. I don't, I, I wish I would have had something else instead. So they have, they're, they're different. I think the reason I put them higher on the list is they, they range from awesome 
to okay versus some of these where you're like, it's a good beer or okay beer or it's a good beer or a bad beer. Like this, like even seven seas at their worst is still better than most places. They put out a good clean beer. So I just think there's better in Tacoma, unfortunately. All right, I said seven seas, I meant narrows. Um, okay, number four is a little bit shocking. I didn't think, I, you know, a year and a half ago, I would never put this on my list, but the last time I went to it, their beer fest, I was shocked by their beer, and I'm at, this isn't, this is what became like the most pretentious beer thing I've ever said in my life, and it's McMinimins. So we went to the Centralia Beer Fest, we go to it every year, I think it's around May, it's around a couple of our friends' birthday, I know that, I just can't remember, I think it's May. Um, they... They are a place, McMinnismans has has held a special place in our heart for a long time. Ever since Amanda and I started dating, that was one of those places we've gone to. And it's always been on our, our list. And if we have a chance, we will go. And we always spend way too much money. But it's one of those things that we, we don't mind spending the money there because every meal is excellent. And their black and tan dessert is amazing. And we usually split. But we even when we split, we still walk away spending 50 bucks. And I'm not mad about it. Before maybe six months ago, I would have put their beer much lower on this list. It would have been, if it was beer alone, they would have been in the middle to low. And their beer isn't wasn't bad, but it was just kind of kind of what Harmon reminds me of beer, where you're like, eh, beer's fine, nothing special. But I would love their food. I don't know what happened. At this last beer fest, I was like, all the beers are bad, basically, except for McMinimins. And I kept trying their stuff, and I kept being like, this is really good, and I don't understand what happened. And they're coming from different locations. It's not all being brewed in, like, Centralia or Tacoma or whatever. It's one, like, these were coming from their multiple locations. So they upped their game across the board. And ever since McMinimins opened here, I've tried a lot of their beer, and even their stuff that there was, like, their standby beers, like their uh, Terminator Stout, is better and I don't know what it is and then trying this barrel age the other day and then trying a hazy and like everything I keep drinking of theirs I'm like this is a really good beer I don't know what they're doing but it's a really good beer so if you're a person who's like I've tried McMinimins I think their beer's not good or okay I would almost suggest going one more time and giving it a shot and see if maybe I'm just having a, a kind of a bias because I love the new Elks Temple or if their beer is actually getting better Either way, they're they're number four. I'm happy with that decision. Number three, or three, what well, a baseball three. Um, Tacoma Brewing. Tacoma Brewing was a really small brewery when we moved here in like the corner of a shop, and they were still open very limited hours. I think now they're somewhere between ten, because I think on Fridays they're open from two to nine, and I think Saturdays. Are like 12 to maybe 9 but I think I almost want to say 8 they, they have stupid limit hours but their beer is really really good and they put on these really cool little festivals like they did a strange brew fest over here and it was fun and everything was excellent and it was just a really good day to just enjoy beer but even when I just go there normally I, I really enjoy their beer and they have this barrel aged out that I haven't tried yet that's sitting in my fridge that I've been dying to open up but, I mean, overall, I just think they're a cool little brewery. I don't understand how they're still in business. They they moved to this huge building, 
that's really old and really cool and a great place to visit, but they're open so few hours, and I don't know where their beer's going. Like, they're, they're obviously making it and shipping it out, but I have no idea where it's going to. But they're a great brewery. Um, their IPA game is on point. Their other stuff is on point. I've never, ha- I, I can't say I've had a bad beer there. So, and they do some really unique stuff. I would highly, highly, highly recommend them. Uh, number two, Odd Otter. Now, number two and one could switch at any time depending on my mood. Odd Otter has been a standby since we've moved here, and I have no problem saying that I love Odd Otter. I have an Odd Otter hat. It's one of my favorites. I would wear all Odd Otter shirts that have a great Odd Otter tulip glass. And like the, it's the only, like it's like one of two brewery glasses I have that isn't a pint of ice glass at this point. I really, really enjoy them. Um, I, there, I mean, there's not much needs to be said about them. They've been around for a while. They put out great beer. They're in a great location. Uh, they're starting to can. I talked them a lot at the beginning. So Odd Otter. Number one for me is a new one that I did not think would ever be on this list. We tried E9 originally at their their first location over in Odd 6 Ave. We went there. It was not what we were expecting. It's like a, it was almost like, not sports bar, but it's like a weird bar. <laughs> and we ended up there and we weren't like, I think we were probably hungover or something. And so we weren't in much of an eating mood. And we tried a couple of their beers and I was kind of like, I don't really get what this is. And we left. And then I started seeing them put out these like barrel or like farmhouse ales and sour ales and stuff like that. And I was way against sours, but they were putting out this stuff out constantly and obviously selling. And then they opened up this new location close to us and we went there. I, I first of all, love their IPAs and their milk stuff. They have this milk stout. I can't remember what it's called, but it's excellent. It's so good. It's such a good flavor. And then they put out like these uh, IPAs, like the pogo stick and... Uh, uh, something, someone, some girl's name is a gamer. Like Meredith is a gamer. Stephanie is a gamer. And these, all these other IPAs, and they're all really good. And then they have these sours that are excellent. And they're basically the reason why I drink sour beers now. Like I was not drinking sour beers before them. And I tried one and I was like, this is actually really good. And I kind of got into it and I bought a bunch of their little special releases and stuff like that. They're a great brewery. Plus, the dude there, I, I always forget his name. I want to say it's Kyle, and I, know, I don't think that's right. Uh, but he's really cool, really friendly. They're starting to cook wood fire pizzas there. It's a definitely a place to go. And if it's summertime, it's the place to go because they have a really cool outside area. That I mean, that's the main reason I love that that place. It's like Crux fermentation, but slight, but smaller. Not slightly smaller, a lot smaller. But it's just a perfect outside chill spot. I could, like, man, I know this summer I'm going to spend a lot of time there. Because even if I can't get other people to go there, I'm going to go hang out outside, grab a beer, and just chill. And I recommend them highly, and that's why they're number one. But like I said, between Odd Otter and E9, they get switched. Tacoma Brewing, probably will never be one or two. But And if, if Pacifico was in there, they'd probably be, it'd probably go E9, Pacific, Odd Otter, Tacoma, and it would kind of switch it up that way. But I mean, the top. If if you're looking at the top four or five beers, you're you're doing good. Even when you get down to the middle, it's not like the middle is bad. It's just it's not as good as some of the top ones. So that's my rating. This went a lot longer than I thought it would. So that's my bad. And it's probably because I rambled a little too much at the front. Either way, 
Um, just remember, uh, Beers with Aging Nerds uh, Instagram, there is a chance I'm going to change that just to Aging Nerds because I'm tired of having two Instagrams and trying to do Instagram, Twitter, this, YouTube, everything. So, but for now, if you look for Aging Nerds, it's under, aging, near, aging Nerds underscore beer. Uh, Twitter's just Aging Nerds. Uh, blogspot is, oh man, uh, agingnerds.blogspot.com, I think. And then you can email me at uh, agingnerds.gmail.com. Thanks. Have a great night.